Hello, it's Deanne Munoz, and welcome back to the Unleash Your Sexy Podcast. Hey, I'm back better than ever. Okay, so today (laughs) my special guest is, you have green eyes or blue eyes? They're green. Okay, and green eyes are very rare in men. Really? So I'm sitting next to this man with his beautiful, stunning green oh, eyes. But I get to stare into you for the rest of the hours. <laughs> I'm blushing. I'm drinking water. I'm getting red and shit. Come on, D. So I'll be here with little like red hearts in my eyes with your green eyes just staring and yeah. glazing into them. So we have Kevin Quinn. Almost. Cause. There you go. Just without the S on that. So Quinka. Quinka. There you go. Quinka. That was good though. Quinka. 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 Okay. So tell us a little, actually tell us a lot about what you do and who you are. So for 15 years, I was on different TV stations covering sports and got to do some really awesome stuff. I cover the NBA finals, cover the Super Bowl, cover a couple World Series here in LA. Now, did you have to actually watch the games and study this or did somebody just give you like a script? And be like, here's the statistics and read it. No way. No, you have to like really be paying attention. I oh, mean, I'm sure there are some that like have scripts passed to them, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's pretty obvious when that's the case. Um, so I like mean, a hot girl couldn't just come in and be like, I'm a sports newscaster. Oh, it happens. I mean, but, And I know nothing me, about sports. It wasn't my lane. I mean, you could get by by doing, you know, recorded stuff. Hey, you got to say this. Hey, you got to do this. But a lot of live local TV, uh, there's so many live shots that you really have to know your stuff. And so the, for the last like four and a half years of my career, I was here in L.A. working for the CBS KCAL affiliate. And I mean, we did a ton of live shots. So you really have to like know your stuff, be paying attention when you're there. And uh, but it was a blast. I had an I had an awesome time. Um, and fortunately, I was able to build a following on Instagram by doing like car karaoke rapping stuff on the way to work. And so ah. after a year of that, they were like, hey, we don't like that shit anymore. You're fired. Get out of here. But wait, for, so, so the studio had a problem with that. Yeah, absolutely. Why? Well, I think the way that I try to tell it to people is like each station has its own management, right? So like I could have been doing that at a different TV station, say KTLA in a morning right. show. And they'd oh, been like, they oh, we love this. It. This yeah. is great. But it really only takes one person in management that doesn't like it or doesn't see it, or maybe that it's in corporate in New York City. And it's like, hey, we saw this guy. I looked at his Instagram. I don't like this. Like, did you know about this kind of thing? And that's really all it takes. So I knew that going in. Um, I'd already been saving up money to, to go out on my own because I just see so many opportunities in social media, creating your own content like you're doing. Right. Um, and I just felt like for me it was about – aligning myself with companies that saw the potential in that um okay. like for instance the crep protect bags that, that i i showed you earlier yes okay so you guys <laughs> i'm a woman i walked in and there's these pretty yellow gift basket looking bags i was thinking maybe it was a fendi outfit or something <laughs> that's out of my budget yeah <laughs> And I was like, ooh, gifts. And he was like, shoe cleaners. And literally, you guys, we I manifested this because I was on Amazon looking for tennis shoe cleaners for my white tennis. Yeah. I have a pet peeve about white tennis being dirty. So I literally was trying to look up it. And there's like 500 pages. If you go to Amazon, there's like 500 pages. Like, how do you pick which is the best and which is the best? Oh, so the, the, all the girls in the back are now looking through it. <laughs> like, there you go. Let me see what it is. Yeah. So I'm excited. 
I'm going to definitely check that out yeah. and I'm going to give them a shout out if I love this product for sure. Yeah, so they came on as a presenting sponsor of okay. Cruising with Kevin, which is basically like taking that idea of me wrapping in the car on the way to work, but actually putting somebody in the passenger seat. So um, Pat D. Lucky, who's an influencer and Oscar Branda, these guys create content on Instagram. They're okay. hilarious. They joined me um, just today. DJ Drek from Wild and Out joined me on the show. So for me, it's about showcasing a love for music, but also getting to know people that also have a passion for music and are also just creating amazing content and chasing their dreams, really. Right. Okay, so do you have like, do you have like, do you pick up normal people or it's just like people who you're collaborating with? Yeah, just people that I'm collaborating with. Um, and we're actually in a, a Genesis G70. So Genesis of Hyundai was nice enough to essentially lend me a, a vehicle to use for these interviews. So that was the whole thing. It was like, how can I create my own content, but align myself with companies that will A, see the potential in it and B, take some of the financial risk off of me. Oh, you know? wow. So it was a long, I mean, it took me like two years of working on that to get it. So how do we get Mercedes and Lamborghini? I don't know. Right? I'm only here for Genesis. So I don't know about it. I don't them. know. Maybe get me in the twerking. <laughs> Lamborghini might be like, all right, yeah, <laughs> you get a Lambo. <laughs> yeah, I could see them. Uh, I can see them seeing the vision in that. I'd be like, where's the owner? <laughs> Bring him over here. Mm -hmm. Let me have a conversation with them. Yeah, you Let might me, have to have your own show. Let me sweet talk him. Yeah. But no, but I don't first. think it would be anything without you. Um, see, yeah. look at you butter me up. It's the green eyes. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's the green eyes just staring at me. I'm like. <laughs> with the green eyes <laughs> okay so out of your <laughs> so out of your show right yeah, yeah. what is the funniest moment to you mm, that's a great question so we've shot four of them and genesis is gonna hate to hear this but i actually got into a tiny accident like real small just i mean barely barely got like a little nudge uh, because the thing is like i'm driving there's three cameras going at the same time so i'm making sure every camera's recording and going good and where are the cameras at just like one's on the front window okay front windshield one's on the side window and then there's one on the hood as well oh so you're kind of getting different angles and stuff but and they're little cameras so you can see over the hood yeah yeah, it's, you know, little GoPro-sized cameras. Oh, GoPros. Okay. Yeah. We love GoPro. Mm -hmm. Shout out to GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was driving with a young man named, who goes by Duno's World on Instagram. He's a really funny uh, okay. Mexican cat from downtown LA, Echo Park area. And I have to meet him. He's Mexican. Oh, he's, he's dope. funny. Yeah. I love that. Duno's. Funny. I'm sure, hey, Duno's will be here in 15 <laughs> minutes if I told him to come through. He should have invited him. Literally, like yeah. five minutes away. We should DM him. Yeah. Hello, come on through. No, I'm sure Duno's <laughs> will have a blast with you. Um, and he was, and I was getting ready to turn left. And he's like, oh, I'll go right. And I'm, so I go right. And sure. literally there was a, well, it was just, there was a car like in my blind spot, basically. <laughs> so uh, we edited that out though. And, uh, Did you guys really? Oh yeah. You didn't leave it in? No. That would have no. been funny. I mean, now Genesis will know about it. But, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I already got buffed out. At least you have insurance. That's good. Yeah. But no, I mean, it, for me, it's, I go in knowing that these are people that are entertaining, funny, um, and there's already a relationship there. It's not like I'm just picking up people that I haven't ever spoken to. It's right. either friends or we've communicated through social media or, or phones or whatever. So, okay. So they fun. get in the car mm -hmm. 
And they're like, what's up, Kev? Yeah, Kevy Pooh Bear, what's up? Yeah, it's really to get to know them. Okay. Like, their, their journey, their story, what they How long now. is the ride? They're like 45 minutes. 45 hour. minutes? And where do you guys go? Just wherever. Like, I'll go just pick drive. them up in their area and just kind of drive around. Drive around. Yeah. And you guys just talk? Yeah, and, and, and when is jam to a couple songs and stuff, too. And do you pick the songs or they pick the songs? I actually will, will usually let them because I want it to be. Okay. I wanted to bring out some energy with just them. letting you know when I get in the car, yeah, it's going to be all J Lo. <laughs> okay, like Ja Rule J Lo or just solo J Lo? No, I, like, you know what? First of all, I fuck with Ja Rule, Ashanti, and like God damn, we just started Wait, this. <laughs> I think it's the only rapper I haven't slept with. <laughs> Oh my god! Because I good. heard he's on the other, he switches on the other side. Oh wow! I'm, Ooh, I'm just saying what I heard. Okay, all right. Because why is he the only one I have a sub with? So J Lo's your girl. Are you kidding me? I love J Lo. Okay. Well, actually, okay. Do you like her with A Rod? I love her with A Rod because he's an older man and he wants to be with her. He loves her, spoils her, and adores her and her kids and he's about the family life so i love that that's dope yeah. yeah and i feel that her whole life she's been searching to to have that and she had amazing connection i think with a lot of people but they weren't able to offer that to her yeah. so i feel yeah i love that i just yeah. love seeing her happy yeah. and a rod as well and then they have you know he has his kids she has her kids I love seeing everyone happy. I just love families. Like, I'm so, like, get married, have kids, and be happy, <laughs> and we live happily ever after. Like, I'm so old school with, like, that whole little thing. Yeah. What you guys I, might not know is uh, backstage she was listening to Matrimony by Wale, and that's a that's a jam. Well, and first of all, I was listening like, all to all slow married. jams that were depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had some good ones. You had Boys and Men and R. Kelly. You had some, some jams. <laughs> Can we not say that word? <laughs> oh, I mean, he snuck onto the playlist. No, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You can blame it on me. You say I, I hit the hey, button. No, I don't get it. Like, why is he even on the YouTube playlist? Mm -hmm. They should have removed that a long time ago. No, but ago. you had some great jams. I was like vibing. You had Sade in there. Yeah. That's my shower music. I love Sade. I was in a mood earlier. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Should we shook it off. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, we're having a blast. So, yes, J-Lo. I love J-Lo. And I know almost every one of her songs by word. By, wait. By heart. Songs by heart. Songs by heart. <laughs> so, I, I love it. And every time I ever get a CD or somebody I love, it drives my family. Anybody, my best oh my friends, God, crazy. Because yes, I will this? play the same song over again for like a oh. hundred times all week long. Like, I'm that girl. I'm like, and again, played. I'm like... La, 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 la. Yeah, it was just like, can we shoot her at some point? My brother does that. It drives me crazy. I call him DJ Repeat. He will literally <laughs> play the same song. DJ Repeat. Over and over and again. Over, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. But I think for me, too, a lot of it is um, I feel I have a hard time listening to lyrics because my EDD kicks in. So, like, I'll hear, like, the first two words, and then I'm literally thinking, like, Okay, so I would really like to be in the Alps right now, and I think I would have a pink ski outfit, but I can hear the beat of the song, which I'm doping, but I didn't hear one word of the lyrics of the rest of the whole entire song. Run it back. Yeah, so I'd be like, and play it again. <laughs> and then I'll catch the next two words, and then play it back again. And we just kind of go along with the whole little, like, 80 thing going on. drive me crazy. Okay, so on your escapades, Yeah. Do you have any 
crazy stories with women. Escapades in the in the car interview show? Yes. No, because I've only done four. So this just started like, oh, yeah, like a couple okay, months okay. ago. Okay. I had been for, gosh, like a year and a half, you know, sending the idea to different companies and trying to get them to see the vision to come on board. So no, it took a while. And then I got the car from Genesis and then COVID hit. And so I had to like shut everything down for like six COVID, months. COVID, that little bitch. Yeah. So I was finally able to get it, to get it started, but no, nothing crazy in terms of like driving around the interviews and that kind of stuff. Um, and what's funny is, you know, like when I was doing the TV stuff, whether I'd be in a relationship or um, going on out, out on a date with somebody, a lot of women would always assume that like the life of being on TV was a certain way. And it was really like complete opposite. Like they thought there was always women around and it was like this crazy party life. And really it's like you're in these media rooms with 90% guys and when you're working, as soon as the game's over, you know, you're going in the locker room, you're talking to players, and then you're getting back out and you're on doing your live shot and you get off at 1130 when everyone's going to sleep. Like my five o'clock was like booty call hours, like midnight. <laughs> so you're texting people and I'm like, yo, what the fuck you texting me? It's like 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? oh yeah. We're so insulted. Like, <gasps> Exactly. You didn't dinner? You yeah. didn't see me? You didn't ask me out? No, I'm not going to see you. How so dare you? It was really like that. And so I think a lot of times women would assume that like there was this crazy atmosphere around the games and covering professional sports. Right. And while it might have been that way for maybe the athletes or something, it wasn't that way for reporters. For sure for, the after parties, but I know no. for sure not. Not for reporters. We're not getting into those. Well, well I just those. think too, yeah, obviously, I don't think I ever met a reporter that was in those places, mm -hmm. but I feel like all the games and everything, like, you know, for all of us who would hang out with them, it was like, okay, you had to wait because they had to go clean, shower, do interviews, work, and then we were always kept at the restaurant or in the bars or wherever, we know, that we were all going to go hang out with. But you say that, that it is correct, though. Yeah. Like there was never like press there no, or cameras or no. God forbid TMZ. <laughs> no. <laughs> <be moly. laughs> moly, that would be a shit show uh -huh. for sure. Okay. So are you single? Yeah. You are single. Yeah, I've been single like almost two years. Two years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And? Yeah, I'm an open <laughs> book. Ask me anything for real. <laughs> am I single? Yes. I am officially single. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Asshole. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the club. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> You're a VIP guest, Dave. You're the 10th person that's ever done today. <laughs> um, I posted I'm single the other day on social media and shit you not. I, I got hit by people I didn't even think I was going to hit up. Like, I was like, I didn't even know you looked at me that way. Like, this is kind of cool. Okay. So question. Being single and working and being a content creator and um i'm assuming you're like you're writing you're producing you're directing it and then you're working these long hours is i i can i can say personally for myself starting my studio a year ago here back then like i was working up to like 10 12 14 18 hours a day the last thing on my mind was love or dating so this year in february is my first time we got everything kind of, we, everything settled. We have a routine, everything's smooth that I actually have like free time now to go about and start dating. How have you found that dating has uh, impacting you starting this new career? 
Or even as the sportscaster. Like, yeah. well, what would you find was like your number one problem? The number one problem when working at a news station, whether I was in the Bay Area or Texas or out here, was always prioritizing and having time for relationships. So, um, having time. Oh. Or in, in yeah, I true. think a lot of it just comes from you're essentially on call. So it's like, you're a, you're at the beck and call of the station. Hey, if right. this coach gets fired, you got to come in. It doesn't matter that you had plans to go to Palm Springs or North or Catalina or whatever. You're in, you're coming right. in, and so it really does take someone who's willing to take a backseat to that. And not and understandably, not everybody's yeah. down for that. You know what I mean? No, a lot of people aren't. Yeah, and you know that made it really tough and challenging. Um, and so it's one of those things where it's like, look, I've put in, you know, at that time I'd put in like 12, 13, 14 years into the career. Like I wasn't going to quit my journey and my path, but my last relationship did teach me a lot about where I wanted my life to go in the future. Cause I started to see and look around at peers, people I worked with and how strained their relationships were, not just with their significant others, but also their kids. Family. Sure. Very Because true, you very work true. nights and you work weekends. Mm -hmm. And so the more I thought about it and the more I started to understand and realize what was going on in the social media space, I was like, all right, as I'm building up this following at some point, I can, I can always come back to this TV stuff, but if I don't take this leap of faith, I'm always going to wonder what if, and, then, and when I'm really going to wonder what if is when I have a wife and I have kids and I'm missing out on shit. I'm like, right. on the weekends, I'm missing birthday parties and events and different stuff because I had to work. Right, right. And so I knew that this creating my own content would be a way for, while it's hey, definitely a couple steps back pay wise right away and, and uh, all new challenges. I knew all that, new challenges. <laughs> I knew that years down the road, I'd be thanking myself for like doing it because taking that risk. Yeah, because I'll be able to call my own shots and be like, I'm not working today. I'm taking the day off yes. and not have to worry about if my boss was going to get mad about that. Right. So, okay. So are you dating right now? Hardly at all. Yeah. Why? Cause I'm still in that phase of like, I'm probably where you were six months ago Yeah. where I'm still getting things settled oh, and getting settled. things going on, getting an editor yeah. to come on board and um, really getting into my groove of creating these episodes and, and creating the content that I need to. Right. Um, you know, the first year was just like, all right, let me process this, move past this, get right, over right, this, right. heal, et cetera. Right. And then the second year was just me transitioning from TV to creating my own stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm too far away, but it hasn't been a priority for me the last two years. No, I, I would definitely say like I experienced the exact same thing. But I had actually got out of seeing somebody who I was in love with, and uh, I had a, a little horrible heartbreak, and and I'm like, don't do all heartbreak <laughs> at all. So I literally went like incognito, wasn't gonna date nobody, I didn't want to fuck with nobody. It was just like threw myself into work, and you know, then this came about. Like everything came about with the fact when I was focused on okay, what do I want to do, what do I want to be, because also at the you know at the end of the day, like you know I'm was a retired porn star, you know, I'm still making money off of all my residual income coming in. So I knew is I did want to be, I do want to be married. 
You know, like I do want a commitment and I do want to have a kids. Like I want to have a family. I want to travel the world. I want to build this empire with somebody. And I knew obviously it wasn't going to be off, you know, the adult industry. So what I knew was what I also love to do is touch, move and inspire people. And I got my life coaching licenses, certifications, and I started following my calling, which is, you know, I want to help. I just love people. I love people. I want to help people. Like I want to add value. And I thought, well, now how do I even become a billionaire off that now? <laughs> and on social media, you can see now all the biggest motivational speakers are huge. You know, that their seminars, their books, everything's like going amazing, their courses that they're selling. And with that, that's when I was like, okay, like, let's make a plan. We're going to get the office. We're going to start the seminars. The COVID came. So seminars got pushed to the side. <laughs> like, you know, the courses got pushed to the side. But I was like, okay, well, you know, we originally were going to want to do a talk show, which we're still in the process of creating a talk show. And um, can't say too much about that. Oh, well, you're off to a good start. Yeah, I, so this is obviously great. So that's why I said, okay, well, let's do a podcast first, right? Let's get used to it. How does it work? Like the timing and like, how, who do we need on the lighting, the grip? Like, you know, who do we need to get together? You know, who's going to write it? The questions. It's like there, there is a lot of work to be put in. So literally, like, I worked, 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 and love was, like, the last thing on my mind. The last thing I wanted to be accountable to somebody, first of all. <laughs> you know, where are you at? What are you doing? Asking now? all them questions. Asking, asking all them questions. I'm still at the <laughs> office, you know? I'm still here, fool. Shut your ass up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, and also, too, I, almost, I, I always make this joke sometimes, like, I kind of feel like, there's this joke I make of like, I kind of believe I just had like a boyfriend or husband that had no job. <laughs> just come with me and follow my dream, support me, like, you know, like handle all the business and then we build together. It's almost, it's kind of a joke that, it, it, but I feel like that would be a good relationship for me. That somebody that has a lot of free time to be like, okay, what do you need? Like, I'm gonna come help out or I can do this or I can do that. Like, as opposed to being had a whole entire career, it would be a lot of like, shit, okay, well, you're going to be gone this long. I'm going to be gone this long. When are we going to see each other? When are we going to meet up? Okay, well, we're seeing each other at night at 2 a.m. We both get home, but we're tired. We're going to have sex, go to sleep, wake up, and then not see each other all day. So it's like so much, I feel like there's just so much to have to like operate from. But also too, I think it feels in the sense of I'm building something right now, as opposed to like right now, like we've built this. And we're pretty like settled for the moment. So February, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna throw so myself poke your head out like, into dating. <laughs> Let's do this thing, yeah. you know." So, um, but I, I completely get like there was nothing last year at all. Last year, like I was just even my best friends. Like <clears throat> when our best friends Tanya, I just recently started hanging out with again. We used to hang out all the time, and she was like, "You never see me. You never call me." And I'm like, "You have us 120 list things on my to do list, all for the office, baby. Um, I'll get to you when I get. Just give me like, please be patient. Like, I find my family and friends take it personal that I put business first, and I really do. Like, this needs to get done." You know, if, it, if, if there's even times where I have to like travel around the world to go do something for work and I might miss Mother's Day or I might miss Thanksgiving and I'll be like, but I'm working. When I get back, well, I'll celebrate. You know, and I felt like at the end of the day, like you should support me and what my dreams are. 
Because if my mom or dad was like, hey, I have to work this holiday because I'm going to be over here, I'd be like, no problem. Like, we'll do another Thanksgiving when you get back. To me, it's just simple. Like, I'm not going to take offense that somebody had to go work. But I know a lot of people are, like, very sensitive. Super sensitive. Like, but you missed the actual holiday. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, well, we're not going to work out. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, I just felt my career and my dreams first. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's what I did for almost 15 years. So I totally right. get it. I mean, and I think <clears throat> my family is always not only understanding, but, like, my biggest supporters, my biggest fans. Right. Um, and I think, it, you know, it was hard for my, my brother's he gets it both from the TV stuff to what I'm doing now. The transition for my mom, she saw it different because, you know, she's 72. That generation is like, why are you leaving this TV stuff? And what are you doing on Instagram and Facebook? And like, how can you even make money with this stuff? Right. They just don't get it until I, you know, after multiple conversations with her, was like, look, here, like here's, and then once she started to see, protect come on board and genesis as well she started to see the potential in it um and i think what she appreciates now is the fact that you know like i'll, I'll be an uncle god willing in november my brother's oh, gonna have uh, a baby boy and so my grandma my mom will be a grandma for the first time and i'll be able to be around a ton more because i'm now telling myself when i can go on vacation instead of putting in for vacation right. time at a station so i think She'll continue to to understand it as I go moving forward. But they've always been my biggest fans and supporters when I was doing the TV stuff. But it was tough for relationships. Like that that was, the, I would say the number one reason was just like the fact that at the drop of a hat. them a certain way because of what I've learned back in different things. Uh, and I think as I you know, I'm just turned 38 and there's an internal voice that is very much it's not I don't I don't want to say altered by outside voices I want to say that I think we're all impacted by social media and what is happening in other people's lives right. and it's tough in moments to keep your blinders on and be like, look, relax. It's going to happen for you when it happens for you. Mm. Enjoy all these blessings that you have around you and all right. these opportunities. And it's really easy for me to do that when I travel, when I'm able to like be outside of my comfort zone and right. understand like, 
wow, these people are really having a tough time with life. And here I am complaining about, you know, not having a girl yet or not being settled down, whatever. And I think for me, it's like, (laughs) just count your blessings. Be grateful for what you have, you know? Right. And the the rest of that stuff is going to come. Stop. I think I have a problem personally of wanting to figure things out right away. Like wanting things settled. Yes. And I think that's magnified during these times of, hey, you're transitioning to a whole nother career now. Of course, you're going to have these feelings of like being unsettled. You've had 15 years damn near of like everything was set for you. And you're now. It was like certainty. mm -hmm. And now you're thrown to uncertainty. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Give me anxiety already. Exactly. I'm so I think it, I'm gonna drink to that. I'm gonna get this water. <laughs> water. No, that's definitely true. I know I felt the same way when I took a risk. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna have in the adult industry, and I'm gonna jump into life coaching. Like, that's two complete different realms, and it was really of the holy shit, like. <laughs> People are going to take you seriously. Are people going to believe in me? I'm going to have a message. Is this is this really going to flourish? And honestly, it was just, I just kept going and going and going and going. And along the way, just learn, 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 learn. And then here we are. You know, like everything's still growing. Even to this day right now, like what's next? You know, I have like a, my goals written out and like, you know, my little uh, vision board mm-hmm. and what's going to happen. I don't know what time it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. You know, who's going to come into my life to take me to the next level or, but I know it will happen, you know, for sure. Eventually. I think it's <clears> important <throat> for us to remember always when we are creating this stuff is that it's all subjective. And so when you touched on like, are people are going to believe me or are people are going to come along for the ride or, or take me serious? There's going to be people that will, and there's going to be people that won't. Right. And that's okay. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean, like the people that's that are along message. the ride for you with you are going Those, to be there for you that's our and that's all you need that's our fan base and that's our target audience yeah. everybody else i'm always like i can give a fuck what they think or say and you. that's that's the attitude you have to have not everybody has that yeah i think that's like really important with that so right now what so let's say so you've been so busy with what you're doing do you have like booty calls do you have like side girls you masturbate like what do you do to please your like sexual desires being the fact that you're so busy working with so many hours yeah i would say you hire girls like no, what i haven't hired anybody no, <laughs> no. I, I feel like that'd be a lot of work like w9s and w2s and <laughs> feel like that'd be a lot of work uh no i have uh i would say I was gonna say I've gotten better at, and really there's no, it's not about getting better or getting worse. For me, I've done a, I've been able to control <clears throat> urges more over these last like six months to a year as I've tr- been building this stuff out because I've honestly felt like there's times where I just don't have time for it. Like back in the day, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna jack off and go to bed. And now it's like, I don't even got tired. Like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to bed. I'm not even worried about it. Right, right, right. Um, and there's times. You think that comes with age? Because I feel like I'm 44 and I haven't had sex in like a week or something. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, not, not a long time for me. That's a long time when I was having sex every day. <clears throat> but for me, like, I really find like, um, I don't know. Like, there, I wanted to have it, but it was with a certain person. You know, like I'm not interested in like just meeting a random person and then like hooking up and being like, okay, well, let me get my nut off. 
it's more of like I want to enjoy it. If not, then I actually when I get home, like I'm not even going to masturbate. I really just want to go to fucking sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's been lately for me. Right. Um, so it's like controlling the urges. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think, or it's or it's just kind of a byproduct of working towards something bigger. You know, like you're obviously working towards something bigger. I've right. been working towards something bigger, and so we just retire. You know what I mean? Like, we, we legit we ain't got, tire. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I think there's just times where, and then of course, like like anybody, there's times where you're like, no, I really need to have some sex. Yeah. And then it is what it is. You know, that is really true because last year, I think in the last year of all last year, I probably slept with three different people only. And the three that's... <laughs> That's a little, that's the least amount of people. That was good. And it was all kind of people that I've already slept with, yeah. you know, and then, really and, and, it wasn't, and it wasn't even like a, like, I didn't want to kiss. Don't kiss me. Don't spend the night. Like, let's get drunk. Nah, please leave. Like kind of thing. <laughs> Do you have the rules written down? Like on a piece of paper when they come over? Kind of. Like, hey, yeah. Hey, I you think, can come over, but uh, <laughs> check that table at the front. But I do. I feel like my my small little black book I have. It's like my black book's not very big anymore. But like the few people that are on call, they really they originally know. Like if I'm gonna call you, like a, I'm gonna be drunk when you come over. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have a quick hookup, and then literally like I don't want to cuddle. Like I don't want to spend the night. You're gonna leave, and then we're still gonna be good friends tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So they know what time it is. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you run a tight ship. I can tell. As opposed to like. <laughs> Okay, I'm a bit controlling. <laughs> I'm a bit controlling. <laughs> and as opposed to like, I really don't have the time to entertain someone new, have frivolous talk. That's a connection, that's one thing. But to be like, okay, well, I just met this cute guy. I just want to try to get a quick nut off. I got to talk to you all night. I got to ask what you're into. You know, like, what is he like? And then I'm thinking, how am I going to tell him he has to leave after, though, you know, without hurting his feelings? And so usually, like, it's like, I'd rather go to his place because then I could just literally put my clothes on an Uber home. And I, he can't say shit. I'm like, oh, I got a hair appointment at 6 a.m. <laughs> you know, sure, like, baby, I got to go home, you know? Like, and I had this thing with, I, with, with spending the night at people's houses. I can't do it. It's weird. No, it's just, I, I can't. I cannot it. spend the like night at people's I houses. I don't like women spending the night either. <clears throat> no, it was, it was a little like, girl. Yeah. I was a little girl. My mom would literally be like, I'm going to my best friend's house. She knew like clockwork, like 9.30 p.m. I'd be like, I would tell their really? mom, like, can you call my mommy, please? Like, yeah, I'm like, mom. She's like, I know. Come pick you up. I'm like, yeah, thank you. That's funny. Even as a little girl. Always, yeah. Even to this day, too. It's a weird thing about sleeping with people. Like, I want to wake up to you in the morning and know I'm not going to be like, oh, God, you're irritating. Like, yeah. What do you, don't you have anything to do with your life? Like, <laughs> why are you still here? Now, if I, there's a vibe, like, I'll be like, okay, fuck yeah. Like, stay here. Let's go get breakfast. Let's go hiking or, you know, have a pool. Like, we jump in the pool for the day, hang out. You know, like, I can set aside my, my day as well to have a good time. But I find that's so rare for me. It's just super rare. Yeah, no, it's rare. It's, and I think it's it's rare, too, for... Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I was going to stop. <laughs> Surprised that's I, the first time that's happened. I got to go tinkle tingles. So let's do a close-up on him. So I want you to 
give them um, your top three turnoffs with a woman. Top three turnoffs with a woman on camera too while she goes to the bathroom. Okay. All right. So top three turnoffs. Uh, I'll wait for the. We'll do that again. All right, top three turnoffs on camera two in three, two, one. Okay, so first one would be someone who smokes a lot, like smokes cigarettes all the time. I just feel like I've always had that where you're just like, you feel like you're kissing, kissing an ashtray. I've just, I've just never, been into, never been into girls that smoke cigarettes. Uh, number two would be someone who's just not spontaneous at all. Um, can't roll with the punches, always has to have everything planned out, and it isn't really easy going enough to adjust to things that, that change because in our lives, things happen and things change. Like repeat the second one? The, the second one was um, not being like easygoing or kind of able to roll with the punches. Okay. Um, I, and that part of that comes from, I would say a lot of that comes from working in TV yeah. and, and the career of like, Hey, look, shit's going to happen. Like, yeah. are you down to roll or not? Like, what are we doing here? So like adaptability. Exactly. Like a rubber band. Like we're just going to go whichever direction and you're okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Uncertainty. And then number three would be, hmm. Like just, turn off. I think it's like, yeah. it's irritating. The thing is, I'm super easy going. Okay. So there's, I don't have like. What sign are you? I'm a Leo. Ah, so is my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very understanding of stuff and like, whatever. One of the things that used to really bug me about my ex was about one of my exes. You want to go to exes? We can go into exes. Was was uh, how she could never like just enjoy a moment without being completely done up. Like we couldn't go to the gym without oh. fully done up, you know, really? tons of makeup, lashes, everything. Um, I'm the opposite. Like you gotta have to be on the show for hair and makeup. It was, it, it was <laughs> a buzzkill a lot of times. Yeah. It were like, we'd go someplace and we'd take, she would take a hundred pictures of us and then like not use or like any of them because of how she looked in this one. And this one was like, yo, you're beautiful. Like relax. Yeah. And I think part of it for her was that she worked in entertainment. And so she always felt like she had to live up to the certain image. And for me, I've all, and I think this is probably why I stepped away from working on at a news station and, and like just creating my own content, because to me, this is more comfortable, relaxed who we truly naturally are as right. opposed to, always feeling like we have to be a representative of ourselves or an image right. of ourselves. And after you do that for long enough, it's like, yo, just fucking chill. Like have some fun and enjoy you know, your life. I, I completely relate to that in the adult industry. 
you know, the adult industry, I feel like when I go out, people expect me to be like dressed like a slut, to be twerking, like that I want every guy groping me, that I, like, I want to like lombada on every guy. <laughs> lombada, that's a great word. I heard that. That's an SAT word from high school. That was good. Did, did, did I just age myself? <laughs> <laughs> like Lombada. Yeah. Like they expect me to get in the tables and dance all crazy. So I'm actually the whole complete opposite. Like, first of all, like I will roll up into a club with some cute sweats, a little crop top, cute tennies, no makeup, hair in a bun, and I'll still have as much fun as anybody in the room. And I will, will not, I still to this day won't get on tables and do stuff like that. But just for the same thing as like, that's just not me. I get paid to do that, you know, but that's not who I am. Like to the girls that do do it, I don't judge it because it's fun. Like we go to Cabo San Lucas to um, Skid Row, right? Squid Row. I was gonna say Skid Row. It's called Squid Row. <laughs> Dave was and it's like on a, Skid Row. It's like a tourist uh, bar, <laughs> nice. and it's nothing but like tourist, cute white people from like Ohio mm-hmm. and like <laughs> Nantucket or like mm-hmm. places, and they're all excited because they're there. And they're like dressed all conservative, but the white, like, you know, the white boys with this world girl, and she's on there just like, <laughs> like on the bar. And I'm just sitting there on the bottom, like, okay, you know, but I'm not judging, but because she's genuinely being her. She's genuinely having fun. If that's who you are, own it, you know? But I felt, I said, at the end of the day, like, I'm not that. So, like, I'm so like, no hair, no makeup. Do we have to do hair today? Do we have to do makeup? And I've done some podcasts a lot of times where I've been super late. I'm like, no hair, no makeup. Just put me up there. Let's just handle it. And it's still just me. I still get to be me. But I get the image because if I have to go to like a red carpet event for AVN, like the porn award show. like That's I have, a big deal. I have to. It's red carpet. I have Absolutely. to have a fancy dress on and I have to have my hair done and my makeup and I'm always like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and they're like, and carry me on next. And I'm like, dun, 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 dun. troll, you know, the whole you act, you're like, ah, as soon as we end, I'm like, ah, oh. and we literally, when it ends, we don't even go into the show. A lot of us adult stars make a U-turn, go back to the rooms, put on our sweats, a cute little shirt, our tennies, and then we go out and party. Yeah, so it's interesting, like you said, like, but that, that that's who she is, you know, like she has to be that because I see that sort of clubs or somebody has to be on the table. I'm like, okay, that's who she is. She likes attention. Some people like attention. They want to be a center of attention. I don't. I have the opposite. Like, I want to kind of be in the background. I don't want to really be seen. You know, that's really interesting. Okay, so that was that was the third turn off. What was your first one? I missed that because I was doing tico tingles. Um. Oh, <laughs> first one was. Uh, I mean, women. it didn't sound like that coming out, but <laughs> in my head, it sounded like tinkle tinkles in the toilet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, girls, yeah. that talk about the sound of their pee. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, the first one was uh, women who smoke a lot, cigarettes. <gasps> Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Cause I think for no matter uh, how for, much gum, sorry to cut you off. So, no yeah. matter how much gum or Altoids, it, you know, you it's, just, there's, there's, it's in there. But it's, you, I feel like you can smell it in their hair, their skin, their clothes. Yeah. Especially if you get into somebody's car who smokes. Oh, I don't have asthma, so I'll be like, <gasps> I'm already asthma attack. Because smoke gives me like my asthma. Does. I'll be like, roll down the window and be like, man, they're like, mm-hmm. you're doing it. I'm like, you smoke them. <laughs> 
like, I have asthma. I'm just letting you know. They're like, okay. They're like, well, then they'll be like, can I smoke? I'm like, I just told you I have mm-hmm. asthma. And then they'll be like, I'll roll my window down. The smoke will go out the window. I'm like, no, it does not go out the window. Like, it's going to come into my breath. I'm going to end up smelling it. But I think that's true. That's a good one. Never been a fan. On my other YouTubes, like, we, I'm always asking people what are their biggest turnoffs. And for women, ours is um, stinky breath. Yeah. Like, somebody with stinky breath. Like, I carry some gum with you, some mints. <laughs> But you know what? I feel some people can brush their teeth and floss. Actually, you know, I think a lot of guys don't floss because uh, I have a social media guy who was running social media for a long time and they started working for a dentistry company in social media. So he hit up a lot of the big name like YouTubers and Instagram famous guys and came in and were like, hey, we're going to do like free teeth whitening. But while they were at it, you know, they did like a free cleaning and every, he said like 90% of the men that came in had never flossed. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. And after that, I've like, every time I've dated somebody, like I'll put the toothbrush out with the toothpaste and I'll put the floss right next to it in the morning. Like, just here, babe. Look how sweet I am. I put your toothbrush out and your toothpaste and the floss. Just so you don't miss that like part. Like I said, she runs a tight ship. Mm-hmm. You're going to be flossing around here too, fool. <laughs> and put this toilet seat down and get the fuck up out of here. Time's up. Oh my gosh, my best friend Teresa has this crazy obsession with toilet seats have to be put down. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. Like, I have no problem. Like, I'll put it down or anything. But she has this crazy thing. Like, she'll be like, You left the toilet seat up. But I'll be like, Whoa, <laughs> calm down. But everybody has their own thing. What would you say is your number one quirky OCD thing with women? Wow. Quirky OCD thing with women. This is a really good question. Yeah, seriously. Um, I'll think as I talk. This is the first one will not be about women, um, but my brother and his friends always make fun of me because when I get into a car, I'm always like checking everything, like all the mirrors. Now it's all automated and stuff. But like back in the day when I had my first car, a T-Bird and I had my grandma's old Cadillac, I would always like adjust every everything. single mirror and check everything. And like it was like 10 fit. minutes that later, we're perfect. finally leaving the friggin driveway. <laughs> um, but no, with women, I think, like I said, I'm pretty easy going um and like i mentioned my my turnoffs outside of that i don't think i have anything super quirky i mean i think you know you mentioned it earlier (coughs) i'll know right away if i'm (coughs) vibing with someone if i'm okay with them spending the night like that is actually a big thing for me thank you yeah thank you like people are like that's not weird i'm like you can spend the night with a fucking stranger in your bed that's just weird because i feel like I roll over and we're face to face and there's no vibes i'm gonna be like god can he leave now mm. this is weird like i don't want as a matter of fact i think it'll turn me off more as opposed to if he would have left the night before i'd be more open to seeing him again but the fact that you spent the night and you're in my energy field and i you were i was already feeling you in my energy field and i had a turnover and you're there and i'm just like oh i forgot he's still here 
I'll turn right back over and be like, okay. <laughs> I think that's very special to me. Yeah. Like you have to wake up to someone's face. Right? Yeah, there's an intimacy there. There's a, like you said, it's, it's your energy field. But yeah, there's especially in the morning because like the way my brain works is in the morning, it's like straight to my to do list. Like I'm eating while I'm doing stuff on the computer and I'm knocking right. stuff out and I'm trying to get off to a strong start for my day. So for someone to interrupt that, <laughs> like it takes someone super special or I need to be with that. Like I need to yeah. be in a relationship with that person. Otherwise, yeah. like, yo, I got shit to do. What are we doing? Am I getting the Uber? You get it. Like, what are we doing? And the anxiety kicks in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, God, I know that feeling so well. Okay. Uh, what would you say are your top three turn-ons about a woman? Um, right away, I'll notice just like smile and energy. I think that's huge because there's, you know, whether you're going up to a woman for the first time or you're seeing what the energy is like, et cetera. Like, I just think a lot of it is how we carry ourselves and the energy that we give out and the energy that I receive. Like, I don't want it to feel like pulling teeth where in terms of conversation and stuff, like I just want, you want that energy reciprocated. So I think a turn on right away is just like smile and energy. Um, from there, I've always been into more curvy women. Um, like when I was in high school, it's, it's, it's funny cause I'll, it'll tie in back to college too. When I got to college based on like going to high school in Napa and it was mostly there, I would say it was about 40% Hispanic, but I was such a late bloomer that like I was open to talk to whoever, right. like I was freshman year, I was five feet, 90 pounds, like barely hit puberty. Like time I was almost a senior in high school and then I kept growing into like my junior year of college. Right. So I was not the guy that was like dating hella different girls and like being experienced in different ways. So I was just like, if you were somewhat attractive and had nice boobs, I was all into it. I was <laughs> like, yo, what's, what's the deal? I know I'm like five, six right now, but like maybe I'll keep growing. I think I might be able to get to six foot. I really feel like there's some lineage in my genetics here. You just gotta wait it out. <laughs> Um, give me a year. Give me a year. That's right. And then as I got to college and I started working out and I kept growing, I started to look for women that were more built and like had ass. And I went to college in upstate New York. So a lot of my friends that I played basketball with were all from either New York City or Jersey. Actually, mostly New York City. Right. And they didn't even look at girls unless they had a fat ass on her. Right. I was like the it only white dude thing. on my intramural <laughs> basketball team. And so they were like putting me up on it to where I like started yeah, to then yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was like, them. oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's you're right. And then yeah, you start, right. I think for me, it was like, okay, well, I finally started having sex after my freshman year of college. And so obviously when you're having sex, you start to notice Wait, different things. You lost your virginity when? I was going into my sophomore year of college. How old are you? Now I'm 38. No, how old are you at that time? Oh, I was, I had, I had just turned 18. Yeah. Uh -huh. Actually, no, I had just turned 19. I was like kind of between 18 and 19 because I don't remember. So the, your first time having sex, did you know what hole to put it in? Yeah. I mean, I watched plenty of porn at that time. Come on. 
I mean, no, I, are you I'm kidding me? Saying... I was starved for sex. I was like watching everything I could see. <laughs> I was like, I knew damn well where I was going to put it when I got the chance. I was just didn't have the chance yet. Because I know for a lot, for like, not until, um, I think it was the 18, 19, 19, 19, 20, maybe. I didn't have my first orgasm. And one of my girlfriends was like, how have you ever had an orgasm? Because she was like, oh, she was very promiscuous. And no matter where we went, she would like sleep with somebody. I'm like, oh, but you weren't in love. Like, how'd you just give your body away like that? Like, it's all about mind, body, and connection. And she'd be like, bitch, have you had an orgasm? And I was all, what is that exactly? She's like, you've never had an orgasm. I'm like, well, how do I know? She's like, you wouldn't know. Yeah, you know. And I was like, okay, maybe I haven't. So she literally like do this like little test. Like she literally like showed me, put her pants down. Put her underwear aside. She's like, see this little thing right here? Yeah. This is your clip. Yeah. Rub it to the <laughs> You burst. And I was like, okay. So yeah. I just went home and I was rubbing. And I mean, it was dry as fuck. And I was just like, okay, yeah. nothing's happening. It took me like three months until I finally got into it. And when it happened, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Changed your life. So wait, wait, wait. On that note, I went to go look up like the clit and the, the I've never seen the whole vagina like scientific thing. And there was three holes. My whole life up to that point, 19 years old, 20, I thought we shit, pooped, and orgasmed. Had a baby all out of the same hole. I learned we had three holes. Wow. No, I knew. I knew <laughs> it changed what, my whole world. Yeah, I had a good understanding of the anatomy. I just hadn't really been able to explore. <laughs> to get it in there. Yeah, you know. Uh, and did you confess? No, I didn't come at all. Were you nervous? Or are you I just so excited? No, I, either or. I mean, it must have been that kind of thing where I just couldn't. Do you find now you last a long time or you can come bass? It depends if I'm into the girl or not. Like, <laughs> if I just need to get a nut, I'm going to just bust a nut and be like, all right, here, what are we doing? Uh, but no, if you're, I think if you're into that person um, and you're in a space where you're like, okay, it isn't in the morning and i don't just want to go to bed like right. it's you know maybe it's a little earlier in the evening and you're um and you're into that person like yeah i think for me it's more of a mind thing than mm-hmm. anything um but no i took some i mean my first you know i didn't even really have a girlfriend until like my junior year of college because even after i had sex going into my sophomore year it wasn't like I then went to college and was just knocking everything down. I was right. still like, oh, I don't really feel that comfortable <laughs> talking to chicks all the time. And yeah, it took me years to like, I would say like my mid to late 20s were more like probably people's typical college years. Where like right. I had my own place in San Jose. I was making good enough money to where I could enjoy myself on the weekends or you know my days off. And I had finally felt comfortable and was like in the body that I was going to be in <clears throat> because up until that point it was like a struggle to gain weight and you know, I graduated high school I was probably five nine like 135 pounds so I was like this small skinny Those dude goals. <laughs> not for goals. dudes fuck no not for guys goals as fuck no <laughs> goals okay so yeah so um Oh, we were talking about turn-ons. So, yeah, like okay. booty. Booty. Would be great. Curves. Yeah, just curves in general. Yeah. Um, and then number three is just sense of humor. Like just being able to have fun and make 
monotonous moments fun like going to the grocery store with your significant other and having that actually be fun to me that says a lot about a relationship no you know what i love the best is just sitting in a car with somebody no matter what we're going we're on a road trip we're at the red light and just you just fucking have laughing and having fun no matter what mm-hmm. to me i always say that mm-hmm. like if i guess we did a red light and we're laughing making jokes we go on a road trip and i'm like we're just like, we didn't even realize how fast we got somewhere I think it's rare. And what happened? I mean, it's like any relationship, you know, you kind of life beats you up and you take that out on your partner or you just don't feel good about where you're at in your life. And so you exude that energy in your relationship. Life isn't all roses and stuff, but I think it's, it's important to be able to, like you said, be at a red light or be at target or be anywhere that's just a typical thing that you'd be doing with your significant other, but actually be enjoying that and not yeah. just have fun on like the nice dinner date nights, but be able to make fun moments out of the regular stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like spending four days together and not getting sick of the other person. Yeah. That says a lot. Like, for me, I get sick of people quick. I, I do too. <laughs> so for me to be with you four days straight, all day long and literally the hours pass by so fast i don't even know what time it is we're just like how the day go by so fast we had a great time we laughed we had a good time we watched netflix we ate and like life was good that's a great connection Mm -hmm. i agree what else would you say what are the other turn-ons and stuff yeah Uh, i think you can tell a lot about a person by how they kiss quiet back there all of a sudden you guys are quiet That's funny. She, you, are you looking at his green eyes <laughs> do you see the vault they all had red eyes like yeah. like this like oh, oh, they're looking at the set design they, they like they like what you've done with the place <laughs> my little home goods that's right <laughs> that's classic <laughs> he's like eh, next question nah, I th- like for me that's um you know being able to have that energy with somebody is dope like right and, I, and that's probably a turnoff as well like if if there isn't that connection in kissing because you know, like kissing is everything can yeah. we get a mic it's an energy thing I let's think. get you guys involved over here yeah brother this is able my being brother all shy i know abel come on <laughs> kissing you, how important to you is kissing kissing yeah because have we not experienced bad kissers yeah good kissers amazing kissers and then like that soulmate kiss that you open your eyes and you're just like, oh, I'm back on earth. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I would say it, it, it says, uh, I mean, it says in body language, that's a form of body language. You could, mm-hmm. it, it, a kiss can say a lot more than a kiss. You know what I mean? I guess you can interpret a kiss and, and, and have you and had a bad, ki- tell a story. There you have go. you had a bad you kisser? Go. Yeah. A kiss hey, what's a bad a kiss to you? A bad kiss? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I hate. Maybe the, you I don't hate know. The, I hate that. Like, I hate somebody that 
got like slobbers over my whole fucking nose and my eyes and my face and it missed my whole mouth. I hate, I I mean, that too, but and then, <laughs> then the opposite though to the, the little pecs, like like when you're trying to actually make out and like, and they're like, uh, like just like, yeah, and it's just like the whole time they're just like, yeah. And you're like, it, yeah. and you're trying to be like Frank Sinatra and be like, yeah. And like, just, just a little more romantic, you know? That's all. <laughs> so like, if, if you're pecking me like this, how are you going to peck me later? How am I going to peck you later? You don't peck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fucking motherfucking peck? <laughs> Give me something yeah. to peck. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, that's it. Karina. I guess. Kissing. T- tell me, uh, what's, what's, like, I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all already got me doing everything. I'm doing what, hair. What's, what's a good water. kiss and what's a bad kiss? And what's the most important thing to you in a kiss? I think a good kiss is when, like, obviously the energy comes, like, within your stomach or down below and then go all the way up. And you're the like, butterflies. Oh, yes. You get dragons, butterflies. Whatever. Dragons, that's funny. I and love then the bad kisser, one of the bad kisses that I had is, like, the he was trying to like put his tongue down my thing and thing down my throat yeah. <laughs> like like hard i'm like he was oh, trying God, to like God. make out your tonsil yeah like whoa let me breathe <laughs> 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 but yeah next <laughs> your turn <laughs> oh, now what's a bad, bad kisser first do of i all? start with bad they start with bad. bad, bad. <sighs> the ones that bite you. Mm. Like, they're like, somehow their teeth, like, on oh, my kids are hearing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, like, they try to bite you. Wait, they're, they're bite you? you like, bite. sexy bite you? No. Or just, like they're, they just they they open know. their mouth too wide and happen yeah. to bite your whole face. <laughs> yes, something like that. But then their teeth kind of, like, kick your teeth. And it's just like, oh, you, know, oh, you like, bump it. You bump teeth or yeah, something. Yeah, and there's saliva, like you just said. Like, I agree with you. But a good, good kisser. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, who are you thinking of? Yeah, she was yeah. like, she, was, she went back to teenagers. I think um, the kiss is a connection. That's when you will know if you, it's like a whole connection. Spiritually, I would say. Spiritually. Because, like she sure. said, a kiss can take you all the way to the moon. Yes, at the first sight. Yeah. It's not even like you are into the person it's just a connection that's how i feel it like you know like a good kiss it's a good kiss it's a good sign you know like you are connected with the other person and then uh, of course good hygiene is a must yeah. right but um oh yeah i like kisses <laughs> it's no, something i like- definitely for sure agree i feel like and make like a mind-blowing soul connection kiss is literally like like we stare into each other's eyes before we even kiss. Yeah. Like the kiss hasn't even happened yet. And me and him are like in the eyes, like in our own dimension. And then once the kiss comes and the eyes close, like we're, we're not even in our bodies. And you're just kissing and you're kissing. You're like lost in each other's like the chi of the energy of all your chakras are all aligned, like mixing together. And then you stop and you just open your eyes and you're just like, did you feel that? And they're like, no, did you feel that? And they'd be like, I never felt that. I mean, well, I felt that a lot, but do <laughs> you ever felt that before? And you're just like, fuck. Like that to me is a kiss. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
<laughs> oh shit. Okay, so let's do sponsors. <laughs> Woo. Ready? I didn't even drink my drink huh, most of the time. Okay, Mijo, you want to get the camera so we can get some close-ups? Por favor. Yes. Okay. We are now officially at our sponsorship, commercialized or commercial. Our favorite and number one sponsors of all of Unleash Your Sexy is Princess P Jewelry. Now, unfortunately, last time I was here, I wore it home. <laughs> but, okay. But men, women that are watching, Princess P Jewelry allows every single fashion designer jewelry knockoffs lookalikes at and a really amazing 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 price you don't want to miss it men women love jewelry women love to be spoiled and you can go to princess p jewelry get this cute pink box <laughs> hit her up right now click the link below it's going to be in the description make sure that you uh, let her know that I referred you to you and she will take really good care of you and you might get a special discount. Yes. Okay. So now next is Tameless. My eyelashes are by Tameless Me. She supplies all of my eyelashes. So men, you want your woman to dress up. You want her to be flirty. You want those Big, doe, sexy eyes just radiating through your soul. Pick up a pair of Tameless eyelashes. They come in a whole bunch. We have some crazy looking thick ones. We have some beautiful natural ones. Whatever your girl's type, they cover every single type of woman. We also have some liquid lip glosses. And they have eyeliners as well. And next, pretty petals. So let's take out these eyelashes. So thank you to Pretty Petals. Hi, Sunshine. So Sunshine is a dear friend of mine. And she came up with this beautiful idea of having, ooh, stick it in. <laughs> Right in there. Thank you, Kevin. Teamwork makes a dream work. And she created one year long roses, men. How many times a month or a week do you have to buy your girl roses? These last an entire year. So right now, I want you to go down below, go to Pretty Petals, click it. And she also offers these pretty little jewelry boxes or storage boxes. She could keep in her office. She could keep in her bedroom and her bathroom. Anywhere she's at, men, women love roses. Spoil the fuck out of your girl. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Got, you. got your back, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Kevin. about. Yeah. Thank you, Kevy Poo. Every time I got you, girl. <laughs> Men, go right now down below. Click on Pretty Petals, grab her roses. Go grab her some sexy ass eyelashes so she could 
seduce you. Then you want to go to pretty, some pretty jewelry, buy her some jewelry that she could adorn herself with so that she could seduce you in bed tonight. We love our sponsors. Thank you to the sponsors. Okay. So we're going to close out. Uh, did you give him uh, all your info for any plugins and everything? Okay. So, Kevin Poo, thank you for helping me out with sliding everything back in. Gotcha. <laughs> I got your back, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And um, please give us some plugins because I'm sure all the ladies out there are watching right now <laughs> thinking, how can I get a hold of this beautiful, sexy, green eyed Kevy <laughs> Pooh Bear? Mm. Uh, it's all at Kevin Cuenca TV. So Kevin C U E N C A TV. So um, like the car interview show that we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier, those full episodes are on YouTube. Okay. A lot of the promo stuff that I do. And most of my audience is on Instagram. Uh, and then same thing for Facebook. And okay. What's Twitter your Instagram stuff. address? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all oh. at Kevin Cuenca TV. Okay. So everybody, all his info and descriptions are going to be down below in the description. Make sure you give our video a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. And if you heard one thing that you thought was funny or one thing that you know that someone in your life needs to hear, share this video with them. Leave a comment down below. And don't forget to click on all of our sponsorship and go buy their products. We love you guys. Until next Wednesday, we're spreading love, cheer, and happiness. Hey.